Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be hiding out there on the globe today. Coming to you direct from the Brewery Overlook here in beautiful Victoria, British Columbia, Canada, where we are having tons of fun with computers and technology, and nothing is working well. So those of you that regularly listen to the show, you won't hear any jingles throughout this show here because our jingle player is not playing. Discord tossed me out and decided it didn't want to have sounds for a little while. Uh, we, we got... The basics going on. We're live streaming to YouTube, and I'm recording this show. So we will take it from there. That is just an opening for everyone else. Don't forget, this is a value for value show. If you get any value out of it, kick some value back our way. We greatly appreciate it. And remember to stick around for the Q&A segment with Amber for today after the show. With that being said, Amber doesn't get to hear her favorite jingle, but off to her. <laughs> so this is number five of 52 episodes for 2022 and i was thinking about it and how many people actually believe in groundhog day these days i, mean, I know it's something we've we have a tradition of and the bc groundhog is calling for six more weeks of winter which doesn't really surprise me but it's like what about you do you really put much into groundhog day i don't give it much thought but we don't have a groundhog we have a marmot <laughs> We have a groundhog. We have a BC groundhog. No, he's a, he's a marmot. That's a groundhog. It's a marmot. Okay, if you say so. Yeah. They call it a groundhog. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but it's a marmot. <laughs> okay. Well, the other thing I was thinking is as much as everyone really doesn't enjoy winter, try looking at it as the last bits of time that you get to really spend with your family before the summer comes along and everyone just books it to the outdoors and doesn't come back until they have to. Mm. Try, try to make some of this la these last months in the winter fun and try to spend it with your family because it's a good time of year to just kick back with your family and do things that are quiet and relaxing. Absolutely. That's it. All right. That's it. Then let's go. We'll right into the news. We have lots and lots of news this week. What the heck do you bring for news, Amber? <laughs> I'm so used to, to listening for the jingle. I always hear the beginning of that jingle. Yeah, well, as I said, we're, <laughs> okay. we're, we're kind of out of sync today. But we're, we still, we're still putting out a show. This is how <laughs> dedicated we are to getting out a show. <laughs> so, first up is the WordPress vulnerability report for February 2nd, 2022. There's actually not too many this week. The ones to look out for are Embed Swagger, Crazy Bone, and WP Responsive Menu. These are deemed as no fix, uninstall, and delete. <coughs> uh, you forgot to share your screen with me. Oh, okay. Go find that. Keep talking. <laughs> that That's it for, for a WordPress vulnerability report. Oh, okay. Uh, WordPress 5.9, new features and changes explained. So, <coughs> Since we just recently had an update, this is actually a very useful article if you're thinking about moving on to 5.9, which I don't recommend doing it quite yet. Wait a little bit longer. <coughs> There's been some reports of problems. Pardon? There's been some reports of problems for people going to 5.9, breaking websites and other things. I don't, yeah, I don't remember so. the specific ones, but I, I caught well, I caught a news article this morning about someone with major issues. Yeah, so might want to just wait on that for a little bit longer. Let them fix the bugs. But uh, this article is talking about what major changes in the most recent updates are and how they will affect you as well as how you can utilize them for when you go to 5.9. There's no harm in studying 
the 5.9 updates and how to use them before you switch over. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one up is new proposal aims for three major WordPress releases in 2022. Now, I don't know if that's normal. Is that normal to have three in one year? Um, it was. They were pushing out four a year, four every year for several years. Okay, well, so, now they're aiming to only push out three. Good, good. Long as, as long as they aim not to do one during the Christmas holidays. They have new dates. Mm. They're going to stick with January. Mm. And then the next one is going to be in late May. That's awful quick. And then mid-October. Huh. Their okay. goal with this is that this will allow um, the updates to breathe a little. Yep. I kind of like this. Yeah, it's, it's a little like better. They used to do that back in the beginning, only 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 two or three per year. And then they got on this kick of uh, four a year. And one year, I think they did five. It was really quite insane. Oh, it was really quite insane, the amount of updates that were coming. It's, it's almost as bad as uh, Windows and fucking uh, um, all the browsers that put out updates every three days. Uh, next one I have up is Google abandons Flock in favor of New Topics API, a replacement for third-party cookies. Hmm, I guess they got the Flock out of there finally. They sure did, but you know, as much as this is great news, I also can't help but wonder what New Topics API really is. So I'm going to have to do some research into it to see if it's really just a replacement for Flock and does the same thing. It's probably really probably sure. a rebranding oh, of it. That's what I'm thinking. I guess people just had too much fun with the name Flock. <laughs> yeah. I hate when that other computer decides to suddenly kick up a uh, volume for no apparent reason. It just wanted to be part of the conversation. Uh-huh. <laughs> Next up, <coughs> essential add-ons for Elementor patches critical security vulnerability. So if you are one of the many that uses essential add-ons, be sure to update as soon as possible as this patch was set loose on January 27th. Nice. Okay. Well, we'll get it done. Mm -hmm. They have patched it, so that's good news. Uh, block Protocol Project aims to create universal block system. May collaborate with Gutenberg. Okay. So, Block Protocol is a new project, and it's aiming to build block systems for embedding interactive blocks in any web application. So I, this is kind of what Gutenberg was aiming for in the first place, but this is a whole new project. And they are, I think they're looking to work with Gutenberg, but overshadow Gutenberg and make theirs like more versatile so that it's not just for Gutenberg, but it's actually for everyone to make it more easy for everyone to hmm. do the blocks. Yeah. Which could be a good thing. It means that people won't have to switch over to Gutenberg to use the blocks and everything. Yeah, well, that could be useful. Could save, mm -hmm. It could save the businesses out there that are going to die because of uh, the overtaking of the full site editing of Gutenberg. That's my hope. <clears throat> because uh, yeah. it's gonna, cause the full site editing is eventually going to kill the uh, the page builders. Yeah. Why would you Why would you spend two hundred and fifty bucks a year for a license with uh, Elementor if everything you can do is right there in Gutenberg? You know. Yeah. So that's why that's what it will eventually do. It'll eventually kill the page builders, 
as I'm learning um, as I'm learning more and more about Gutenberg, I'm considering uh, having to considering dropping my license for uh, Elementor and uh, rebuilding all my sites. <clears throat> Yeah, it seems frustrating, but mm -hmm. um, that's it for WordPress news. The rest of the news here is just extra stuff, and it's some stuff on, it's a little bit of WordPress stuff, some, um, some uh, cybersecurity stuff. Yep. One of them is the inventor of World Wide Web says his creation has been abused for too long, and <laughs> he even has a couple solutions. So mm. that one should be interesting to check out. That would be. That would be Sir Tim Tim Burns, Tim Berners Lee. Yeah, huh, that would be interesting. I'll have to go read that. All right. Well, um, then I guess we should just move along then and go talk about our donations since we don't have a jingle for it. The jingle doesn't want to play. Yay! Really awesome. Awesome. This is, this is uh, jingle that we have. <laughs> yeah. Awesome jingle. This is the point here, though, where we'd like to talk about the time, talent, and treasure for all the people who support this show. And we do have a few people out there that support the show regularly. And first off, we like to discuss the talent part of it. Those who support the show with their great artwork that we get to change out each and every week on the show. This week's comes from Greg's Graphics, and it's basically the Sasquatch walking through the forest, or a model of Sasquatch anyway. I thought it was kind of a cool one, and it is like the missing link for WordPress. You know, I thought I saw a good plug-in, but nobody believes me. <laughs> that was the alternate title I was going to use. thought I saw a good plug-in, but nobody believed me. <laughs> at any rate thanks a lot greg we greatly appreciate you taking the time out to produce this great artwork for us each and every week and get it so we can share it out with everyone else out there in the world for those of you that got that artistic talent we would happily accept your artwork just go to wp plugins a to z.com slash artwork where you can contribute your artwork to the show through our art generator just one thing i wanted to say about this what's that uh, it's really awesome, but I can't tell if the Sasquatch is doing the uh, dancing like an Egyptian or if he's sneaking. He's sneaking. It does kind of look like the dancing like an Egyptian bit, though. It does. <laughs> it's awesome. I yeah. love this picture. Yeah, it's a great one. So thanks a lot, Greg. We greatly appreciate it. Also, we still have the spot open for executive producer credits. Anyone who donates $50 or more to the show gets a full-on executive producer credit. But we do want to thank those that come in with a few bucks every month or a few bucks every week here and there. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't uh, line our pockets with cash, but it is an acknowledgement that you're getting some value out of the show. So you're kicking some value back. And we are in need of some help and support for the uh, show website. If you're interested in donating some time, such as uh, Jess did for our art gallery and Charlie did for the uh, contest, hey, reach out to us and uh, we can hook you up with the things we need done. Just reach out to me, john at wppro.ca. All right, well, let's just go dive right in to the meat and potatoes of the show, what everybody shows up here for. And that is the depths of plug-in depravity. And this is where we have the horrible jingle. But <laughs> anyway. Unfortunately, no jingle today. No jingles today. Yes, it's one of those days. We, it is what it is. We just do what we do and move along the best we can. <laughs> All right. 
Classic Press, we don't have any new Classic Press information for you today. So go check out what we do have in the show notes. If you do use Classic Press, reach out to us and let us know what's up with it. As far as plugins go, we do have those for WordPress. And the first one I have for you here today is called Short Code Remover. And this is a new plugin, and it is another way for those of you out there like me who have used short codes for various things in your site, and then either the plugin quits working, it gets abandoned, or you change focus and you need to yank that plugin out. Well, what do you do if that crap load of short codes that you've got floating through your website? Well, in this case here, this is a nice, simple, straightforward one that you just plug that you plug in, turn on, activate, and it removes the short codes for you that aren't being used. I doubt it actually removes them. None of the plugins I've reviewed that remove short codes actually go in and remove the code from the site. What it does is it looks through your site as it loads, and if a short code goes to load and there's no program for it to load, what happens is that short code appears in your text. Well, most of these plugins, they, they realize that a short code doesn't, and they hide that text from, the, from appearing in your site. And that's what this one appears to do. Very nice one, very straightforward. It's a brand new one. Go check it out. It's called Short Code Remover, and I give it a 4 Dragon rating. <clears throat> yeah, that sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, they're, the, the Short Code Removers, I've used a few of them in the past when I needed to clean up a site after I've removed some plugin that had a shitload of short codes. Or what's even worse is if you've had a theme that you short codes for displaying everything. I've done that one. Because they're used to they used the way they used to build themes was the themes had tons of short codes in them. That sounds terrible. Yeah, well it's the way things worked and then you didn't realize it until down the road what the problems would be. Okay, uh first one I have up is map. Plugin alternative to Google Maps using MapQuest with directions. Oh. This plugin, um, it seems to work very well for replacing Google Maps. There has been an issue with Google Maps charging and charging more to mm. use their maps on, si on sites for a bit now. If people are unsure where to go for a free map, MapQuest has this option. It's free up to 15,000 map in transactions per month, and that's Generally pretty sufficient for most businesses. Mm -hmm. This plugin works in tandem with MapQuest using an API key to bring up the map you need for your business. With this, you will get the following features for free. Show or hide route direction <coughs> ability. Set initial <coughs> zoom level. Decide on full map controls or minimal. Set the map height. Developer-friendly template layouts for shortcode slash widget allowing overriding. So that is what you get in the free version. In the pro version, you get a lot more. If you have more than 15,000 map transactions a month, then you'll want to look at pro, but it's still not as expensive as Google Maps. Yep. I rate this at four dragons. Very cool. All right. The next one I have for you here is custom cursor for WordPress. What this allows you to do is go in there and make your cursor look pretty or just annoy your users who are used to that little arrow and you can go change the cursor for your website as they go through it. Kind of a cool one in the aspect of, you know, you can give it lots of different cursor choices Whoa. based upon, uh, on uh, what is that again, the, the Dashcon icons creators. 
lots of really cool things you can do with your cursor for different reasons. But you got to remember, it sometimes annoys people. I thought it was a cool sort of feature that can be used to highlight things. I'm not sure if it can be used on a per page basis, which would be kind of cool if you use it on a per page basis to be able to uh, change the cursor on a specific page for a specific reason. At any rate, go check this one out. It's custom cursor for WordPress, and I give it a four dragon rating. Kind of reminds me of when I found the fishtail cursor thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> fishtail one is still pretty cool, but this is this is actually a pretty good idea. Like um, I know on some sites it makes more sense to have a hand to move around maps and stuff. Yep, that's pretty awesome. Uh, next one I have is interactive geo maps. This map plugin links with Google API and is designed to create interactive maps. This was specifically designed for travelers to show where they have been. Though so I can see a lot of uses for this plugin for businesses and personal sites alike. The settings in the free version are actually pretty awesome. I like the way that they take the various countries and you can set it up so each one is a different color. You can choose your own colors. You can also make it so that you are, or so it's that the map is showing your country only if you're only wanting to show your country. It's very cool. You also get to create as many maps as you want. You have, uh, you can add round colored markers to show either where you've been or if you're a business with multiple locations, show your multiple locations, what have you. You can select which regions to display in a map. And you can display HTML tooltips on hover, zoom controls, and pan. There is so much. Like, that's just the free version. The, the pro version offers that many options plus five more. It's, it's insane the amount of things you can do with this one plugin. So if a map is an important item that you need for your site, I definitely recommend that you check out the interactive geo maps. I rate this at four dragons. Very cool. I like map plug map uh, plugins. Lots of there's lots of cool ones out there. All right, the final one I have for you is a Gutenberg block, and this is simple Facebook wall, and it's a simple way to display your Facebook wall, your public Facebook wall. It can't you can't use it for private walls or anything, but display your public Facebook wall from your business or whatever onto your website using a Gutenberg block. Once you get it installed, activated, you go in and set the uh, path for the Facebook wall and then you use a short code to display it on in a Gutenberg block. And it's pretty straightforward and easy to use and uh, not much more to it besides that. I thought it was pretty decent. Go check it out. I give it a four dragon rating. Looks like a really decent little plugin. Um, Next I have is Bug Library. Now this is a really cool plugin that I really like. Essentially, you create a library of bugs in your website so that if you have like open source or if you're working with a, with a group of people, uh, you can put up this library of bugs. People can add to the bugs. People can change uh, or can add, uh, for some reason I can't remember the word, of when you fix it, fixes, they, they can add the fixes to the bugs, they can add all kinds of things, but it's not just anyone who can add to this, you have to give them permission. And you, uh, with the short code, you put up the bug library on whichever page you want, 
and people can interact with it, although there is a CAPTCHA and approval mechanism that will help keep the spam away. You have control over how many submissions are allowed, what role of user can add, the bug, add to the bug list and see the bug list. So I, I really do think that this is a fantastic thing for people who do open source, who develop, who work with a group. I could see it being very useful. I rate this at five dragons. Roar! That's the best I can do for you, folks. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't have the, we don't have the dragon roar for it today. <laughs> All right. Well, it does sound interesting, and it could be useful when you're working with multiple people on the same project to... Uh, Mm -hmm. to list out what's happening, what needs to be done, and uh, so other people can see it. Kind of made me think of a small version of GitHub, honestly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, and we have, let's see what we got here today. I was told we had a listener question, so let's wander into listener questions here. Oh, there it is. All right. Question is, is there a quick and easy way to test out several plugins with the same purpose? If I want to compare them to each other at the same time, should I make different sandbox sites using each one or any other suggestions? Looking for a shortcut. There is no shortcut. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. sorry. <laughs> There's not. You can build multiple websites to compare them and see them. If you've got the extra domains or you want to build a bunch of subdomains in your sandbox area, uh, I usually just put them all in one, light up one, test it, turn it off, light up the other, test it, turn it off, and I sort of compare them back and forth that way when I'm comparing multiple multiple of the plugins of the same purpose to see which one has the most amount of stuff I want or need or everything else. So there is no shortcut. There isn't. I wish there was, but there isn't. I've tried. It's been. I've been doing this for years, and I've not found a shortcut to compare multiple plugins. All you can do is just keep loading them up. Load them up well, until you're until you've overloaded your uh, uh, until you've overloaded your sandbox. Reading on, uh, <clears throat> if you want to compare them to each other at the same time, should I make different sandbox sites using each one? Oh, that's the only way you can. That's actually a really good idea that I've never thought of making yeah. different sandbox sites and then comparing each one that's similar. Yeah. Now just make sure that each that each sandbox site has the exact same theme, and if it's if if you have any other plugins, that they're all has exactly the same theme, plugins, and everything else, and that it is all on the same server, because mm. every server is different. Even servers that are set up exactly the same, it's like computers. It's like you might, if you have, if you have more than one computer in your house, your desktop and your and your and your and your laptop, even though they'll have all the same programs, you'll find one one runs better than the other. Sometimes for no apparent reason than they just do. <laughs> so yeah, you'd have to you'd have to set them up in uh, separate sites if you want to compare them at the exact same time. That's a pretty good question. All right, contests, and we do have a contest that starts this week. And our contests are powered by the Simple Giveaways plugin. We like to give them an acknowledgement from time to time because they have provided us with the pro version of their plugin to run our contest, though I did pay for it for a couple of years. They decided to uh, sponsor us a bit by giving us the, free, giving us the pro version. I longer, no longer have to pay for it. So thanks a lot to them, guys. This is a really great plugin. I've been using it since it was brand new, which is probably four, maybe five years now. I don't remember. 
and it's grown up quite nicely. It is an excellent plugin for running your contests on your website. So this week here, we are giving away a single pro, uh, a single domain pro license of the events calendar, formerly known as Modern Tribes Events Calendar. They were bought out recently by. Um, hmm, God, I can't remember who it was. You'll have to listen to the interview. I interviewed someone from uh, the events calendar, and that interview will be uh, up next week, and you'll hear all kinds of great information about the events calendar. Now, I've been using this plugin personally for go, go, going on seven or eight years now, maybe nine years, since pretty much when it was brand new. And I tried to leave it a few times and go with someone else, but I, every time I end up back at the events calendar because it is the best events calendar plugin out there and it's well worth the money. I've done several reviews on it over the years. Just go search for the, uh, the events calendar at WP Plugins to see the previous reviews. At any rate, the single, the single, pro, the single domain pro license is valued at $99 and it's well worthwhile. If you like it, after the year, hey, upgrade, whatever you want, but this is so worth it. You can go to WP Plugins, A to Z.com to enter the contest to win this license. All right. Cover up a few things before we dive into the Q&A segment with Amber. Plugins I covered this episode is the short code remover, which I gave a 4-2 the custom cursor for WordPress, which I gave a 4-2, and the simple wall, which I gave a 4-2. And I covered map plugins alternative to Google Maps using <clears throat> MapQuest with directions, which I rated at 4. Interactive GeoMaps, which I rated at 4. And Bug Library, which I rated at 5. Very cool. All right. Meetups. There will be a meetup come early summertime. It'll probably be up at the Oasis, so more information on that will be coming soon. If you are a plugin developer or a marketer for a plugin team or anything like that, or you know people that are marketers for a plugin team or a plugin developer and you want to get some more coverage for your plugin, reach out to me at wpplugins.com slash interview and schedule an interview time for the show. And we will play that as a separate episode. And of course, like I said, there's an interview coming with the events calendar coming out next week. All right, that's it. This is where we dive into. Oh, this is, yeah, this is where we dive in for the Q&A segment with Amber, which, which is normally a really cool jingle. But hey, we'll just dive right in. What do you got for <laughs> us this week? First off, if anyone out there has any questions they'd like to have asked on the show, send them in to me at amber at wppro.ca, and I'll get them up here, and we'll see if we can stump my dad. <laughs> First question I have is, while working with different builders like Elementor, Divi, Beaver Builder, etc., I've noticed that some run much slower than others. Do you know what causes that? Mm, I don't know exactly what causes it. But uh, I have a guess. A lot of it is the amount of code they have to load and the speed of your website, your internet connection, a lot of things. I know that there are some that run way faster than others. I'm not even going to go into that right now. We won't be disparaging those, those ones that run slow. Those of you who have worked with the different uh, builders know which ones are good and which ones aren't. Although some people do have their favorites that are a little slower, but I don't know why they mm -hmm. run fast for them. But... Uh, it varies. Uh, a lot of that varies also as to the server that they're hosted on. 
that's the pro that's the problem too. You've got all the aspects of it, and it could just be the amount of code they load when you're doing your editing. I mean, there's there's a crap load of JavaScript and uh, and uh, CSS loaded when you're doing that editing. Yeah, I've actually stopped and taken a look at it. It's quite impressive. Yeah, the builders have been quite impressive as they've been as they've evolved over the last several years. And some done better. Some have done better than others. I do like builders, you know. And but of course now that now that Gutenberg is maturing, and I've finally admitted that I have to learn it, you know, um, that may end up being my builder choice instead of having to do two different things. Makes sense. All right. Uh, next question I have is: When choosing a builder to go with, what do you look for uh, when making the decision? Well. When I was originally choosing the builders, I tried all the different builders to see which one. What I used to make the decision was which one was intuitive to my brain. Because every code writer has a different way to get the same result. And that's what all the builders do. They, they all produce pretty pages, but each one does it in a different way. Uh, Beaver Builder and Elementor did it very similar to each other. Divi and uh, WP Bakery decided they would go out there and reinvent the wheel and just go crazy. <laughs> and I've used WP Bakery, Divi, um, Beaver Builder, and Elementor, and uh, you know, um, Beaver Builder was going to be my plugin of choice, but the pro my my builder of choice, but the problem was their licensing fee was way too much. I couldn't handle the licensing fee. And so I went to, with Elementor because of their licensing fee in the end, which B Elementor and Beaver Builder are very similar in how they go about doing it. So it basically boiled down to, in the end, my final end of the decision was the amount of money I had to spend every year on the license. Um, <clears throat> but other than that, it's just a matter of you try them, you try their free versions and see how intuitive it is for your brain and whether you, your brain can grasp the way they're doing it. Okay, my last question, I'll read this off, then we can throw on the, the thing. Oh, go ahead. An, an older site, if you, oh, we can't throw on the thing, can we? No, we can't, but we're, uh, I'll find, a, uh, uh, we'll just close it out at that point there. Read this off and we'll close it out at that point there for those that are listening to the podcast. Okay. On an older site, if you keep it updated and well-maintained, sometimes the site still starts to run much slower. What are the main culprits to look for when this happens? Okay, that is a very excellent one. Well, what we'll do is we're going to close out the uh, show right here. We don't have our lovely jingle, our girl, to take us out today. But uh, for those of you listening on the podcast, you want to hear the answer to that question, you're going to have to slide on over to YouTube to grab the answer to that question. All right, that's all we've got for you there. 